Hello. hello, hello, hello. And welcome to Yes, Okay, But, the show where we disagree while trying not to be too disagreeable. Try. Try. I, I think we're usually pretty good usually at being, succeeding. You know, friendly with each other. It helps that we've known each other for a while. I think so. That it does. Also helps that we just generally have yeah that as well friendly and attitude. For those who haven't known us for a while, I am your host Zeno, and, and I'm today, your host. Rev Rev Pete has something that's been bothering him. Yes. Years ago, uh, I remember trying to read through Richard Dawkins' The God's Delusion. It's been an ongoing process. I'm still only about I've three quarters read, of the way through. And the book has been for like a decade. I said, I admit I've never read that one myself. I'm sorry, say never that again? To it. I try and look outside my little, you know, my little puddle of, of theological uh, ideology. Sometimes it works. In the case of people like Dawkins and uh, some other, you know, the, your, your typical internet troll, I do have an issue with some of the way that they make their case. Specifically, uh, I was uh, looking at an article recently and it was making me think of why do people compare the absence of God in the same way that they compare the absence of evidence for the tooth fairy and make that their claim for why there is no God. And that's always just bothered me. The Santa Claus, the tooth fairy, or whatever other kind of uh, mythological doesn't exist creature that they, uh, is their choice. Right. Well, that you sent me, me the article was on uh, crossexamined.org, right? Yep. My first question yep. is, is that really the guy's hair? That's a good question like as well. I don't wow. know. Um. Um, <laughs> for for yeah. those uh, who, who uh, don't know uh, the picture, uh, the first thing that kind of popped into my head was uh, the, the one Greek guy who's like the, the History Channel's <laughs> aliens expert. Um, he has hair very similar to that. Or the Kazon from Voyager. It's just you know, really just... impressive. Like, I'm not sure if it's a wig or not, but wow. Um, anyways, that really is beside the point. That picture just hit me when I first saw it. Um, now, I, I will agree that Dawkins and some others, they're not polite. They're not nice. Um, they're definitely using their arguments in a way to elicit a certain response. You know, they're wanting to make people mad. Um, it's mm -hmm. good for getting noticed. It's good for selling books. For some people, it is the right way to get the point across, too. There are some people who actually do respond to that kind of thing, you know, um, for any movement, people say that you mm -hmm. need the firebrands and the, and the diplomats and you can't have only one. Um, this is not to say you have to like the firebrands. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, this is true. I'll, I'll admit he can be acerbic at times. 
And I understand not liking someone saying that believing in God is like believing in Santa. You know, Santa is a make-believe, jolly, fat man. That's something we know everybody tells their kids about. And God is the creator of everything. And the two can't even compare. And why would you insult me like this? I, I take it that's mostly how you feel. Yes, uh, it kind of comes across as a very not even apples to oranges kind of argument. It feels more like apples to <laughs> neutron <laughs> plasma, for lack of a better, utter nonsensical term. Um, well, I, I did read through the article, and I, I admit I had a lot of problems with it. I'm not going to try to touch on them all right now, mm -hmm. because it would probably take us a lot longer than we want to take. But I wanted to, mm -hmm. like, the paragraph that jumped out at me first is where, and I quote, if believing in God is so ridiculous, you know it's even more ridiculous, giving lectures against his existence, having debates about it, trolling blogs and internet chat rooms, writing popular level books promoting unbelief. Meanwhile, I don't see anyone penning the Santa delusion or the tooth fairy is not great. I kind of suspect yeah, that, that like, one would catch your attention. Does this guy think that's a good argument? There is, to me, some aspect of if you have an absence of belief mm -hmm. on a thing, why focus on it as much? Now, on the one hand, I can see the, the counter-argument because other people are focused in defense of it. So you are writing it's not just in response that people to theirs. Focus on defending it. Like people who write books against God and against religion aren't doing it because they're angry at God. They're not doing it because they think God is a bully. They're not doing it because, you know, this idea of God is wrong. They do it because of the harm they see coming from the belief in God. If people were saying that gay people weren't allowed to get married because Santa won't bring them presents, or that, you know, a woman can't have a right to choose because the tooth fairy will be upset that she doesn't get more teeth, there would be people writing about the problems with Santa and the problems with the tooth fairy. Uh, and, and again, I, I do see, you know, that aspect as kind of a catalyst for it. Um, but then if that is your argument, trying to... It, yeah, trying to make the point of the Santa or the Tooth Fairy argument you're no longer speaking in the language of the people that you are arguing against. You've kind of gone off the rails and thus you have defeated your whole purpose of why you're making this case. I mean, in the first I, place. I'll agree that, um, you know, saying that, um, how, how am I trying to put this? It's not convincing to say, you know, 
God doesn't exist because the tooth fairy doesn't exist, you know, like, I, I admit that's not a full argument. It's like possibly one point of a larger argument. But, you know, that is, that is only an assertion. It's not a proof. It is just, you know, like I said, an mm. assertion. Um, but a lot of this article is also... But it's one that down your argument, though. You've lost your audience if you're making mm -hmm. that your case. Because people will hear that they'll get stuck on that part and ignore you for the rest and, of it. Yeah, and that that's... The problem is, like, this guy loses me, too, because pretty much everything he has is also an assertion and not an argument. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, just, just to come back to this, you know, why not write the Santa delusion? As far as I know, nobody has been harmed by Santa. Like, for, for me, everything, well, not everything, but a lot of stuff for me boils down to don't hurt other people. Hurting people is bad. Mm. And there are people who hurt people in the name of God. They may be wrong to do it that way. But to say that, you know, gay people shouldn't be allowed to live because God says so is a thing. It happens. And if you're going Sad, to then, true. you know, ask why people, you know, why would people even argue against God? Well, because of that. <laughs> It's not that it's a good argument for, but this guy, I wonder how he doesn't get that. No, I, that part I can say. And if that is what you're arguing for, then I would say make that case. You know, um, for myself, I happen to believe in God. I happen to very strongly disagree with a lot of the misogynistic uh homophobic and other dark sides of christianity or islam or judaism or actually quite a few of the other uh traditions that are out there yeah anything that is harming people is itself wrong it doesn't matter if you're slapping a we're doing this to save your soul argument on top of it it's wrong. Uh, it's causing more harm than it is possibly ever right. going to do good. You know, um, but that itself is a, 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 another vastly different topic on, you know, the wrongness in religion versus just atheists who are in their I, I, one of my friends had introduced me to the term, and I think it, it definitely fits here, in their butt hurt on religion for whatever reason, whether they themselves were uh, abused by religion or just the vitriolic response that they have is because of the suffering that others have gone through. They have lost the high ground by descending into the same kind of arrogance that they are decrying. Um, I, th I think these arguments come about partially because, and, and I, I made this point a bit last time as well, that religion claims to be, 
you know, the crux of everything that you can't have morals without God, that you can't, that you need religion to live right, that, you know, the world would go to hell in a handbasket without religion. And mm. then, you know, as you point out, you know, you decry some of the things that religion does do, you know, uh, you know, some of the harm that religion can cause. And that's mm -hmm. why we make these arguments then, because, you know, like, we wouldn't have as much of a beef with the God idea. We wouldn't be as against religion if religion was like, well, we're one option, take it or leave it. It's when it claims to be the only option and there's still stuff wrong with it that we go, why? Hmm. Yeah, and, and I can definitely see that that concern being uh, something that needs to be dealt with, you know. Um, and there is a case that, you know, each religion makes the argument that it itself is the sole valid argument, and therefore, you know, all of them invalidate. And I've heard that argument before. Um, there's some point that you can make where the hypocrisy within a religion needs to be something that is pointed out. The harm that a religion causes needs mm -hmm. to be pointed out. And there are ways to do that, I think, that will allow dialogue, that will allow healing, that will allow progress to be made without becoming the exact same type of thing that you hate in the other, uh, and thus just really spreading the hate rather than spreading a correctiveness. So yes, I think for me, if we're going to have dialogues, the whole point is to try and point out the wrong in another argument. Do it in a respectful way on either side. There's just as many Christians that I have, um, you know, banned from some of the groups that I admin on Facebook for being dicks to other people. They broke uh, Will Wheaton's first law of the Internet. <laughs> once you cross that line why are you even bothering it's it's no longer become an opportunity to have respectful dialogue in which you're pointing out valid concerns now it's just a circle jerk of bitch hate unfortunately respectful dialogue is hard it's mm. it's easy to cause shit it's hard to get your point across and be nice at the same time. However, as Teddy Roosevelt had pointed out on numerous occasions, if it's easy, then it's probably not worth doing. I think I can find some arguments against that one too, but we won't get into it right now. <laughs> valid, very valid. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man. Uh, anything else you want to add? 
No, I, I think really this one was just on trying to go more towards let's have respectful dialogue. Right. And I think I can agree on that part. Oh, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Rev. Thank you very much, Zeno. All right. And uh, everyone, come back on Tuesday. We'll have something that grinds my gears. And, uh, yeah, hope to catch you around. All righty. Bye-bye, all. Hey, everyone.